Yo, 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 welcome back. Welcome back. Another beautiful Monday here on the Man to Man pod on July, July, July 17th. Yes, sir. 2023. My guy AB back in the building. Yo, What's good, yo. What it do, man? What it do? Glad to be back. Sorry I missed y'all, man. Like I, last Monday, I was on the road, man. Little mama. Mm-hmm. Went down to Myrtle Beach, man. They shut it down down there for the dance competition. But again, happy to be back. Great week. Great weekend. Yes, Let's get this week started off right, baby. Hey, man. Ha- happy to have you back. But we got a lot, a lot to talk about. Now, we are in the middle of July. So usually it's the time where a lot of sports fans are like, man, I just you got eight more Sundays till football. What can I watch? This past kind of week weekend was was fully loaded with some great sports, some great sports moments. Uh, we're gonna talk about a few of them for sure. Uh, obviously, we got some some golfing. Both of us recently got into golfing. Yeah. We had our first active athlete win the American uh, Century Championship. Unfortunately, it wasn't one of our guys. It wasn't Pat McAfee. It wasn't AJ Hawk. It wasn't Pat Peterson. But we will get to who it was out there on the uh on the links a little bit of f1 news got some nfl news uh we're talking about another division today we're yeah. talking about the nfc north yeah. uh we had a quiz last week on who was actually in that division for those of you who weren't here or that just don't know that's the chicago bears the mm-hmm. minnesota vikings mm-hmm. detroit lions mm-hmm. and the green bay packers so we're going to preview yeah. Uh, that entire division. Any anything else we're gonna talk about today, B? Yeah, man. Um, had some 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 Twitter beef. Um, we're gonna talk yeah. about that. Had some Twitter beef, man. Two of the, I think two of the best that ever did it. Um, yeah. Some baseball news. You know, we we not huge, ba- but we are huge baseball fans here on the Man, <laughs> man But um, but again, man, Ken Griffey, man, doing some good things. Oh um, yeah. The HBCU, man. We're gonna touch on that. Um. And on the on the track, man, Shakari Richardson, man, she's doing some good things, man. She's doing some bouncing back. So obviously gonna tap into yeah. that. But like D Bus said, man, we got a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about, a lot to touch on. It's gonna be a good conversation. Yes, sir, man. I can't wait to get to it, man. So I will uh we will see you guys on the other side of the intro. So bad, must be the hustler in me that keep my foot on the gas. When you got it from nothing, then hard times ain't so bad. Just know I'm coming for everything that they said I couldn't have. I put my life inside it. Yeah, I kept it silent. Yeah, I played the field. That's how I feel about it. We put numbers on the board. We always up the score. Yeah, we stuck to the plan and never ran. Now they can't see man, man. Yeah, we talking. Man, oh man. They can't guard me. Man to man, they don't wanna see us. Man to man, they don't know how to beat us. Man to man, man to man, man to man, 
Any way we can get it, baby. Any way we can get it. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go, man. As we said before, a lot of sports news, a lot of sports talk, big sporting events um, this past weekend. I, sh I should have got – we didn't get your take on the tennis stuff, too. The big, big match in Wimbledon. I know you're a Wimbledon. I know you're a huge tennis guy. But Yeah, man. Did you, did you, did you tap into that at all? I, I definitely did, man. I think they okay. was out to get my man, yo. I think they was out to get Joe. I was against him. Huh? The crowd was against him. I don't, it I was, and, and I, I get it. And, and, and typically, you know, most of the time, sometimes, you know, it, it happens that way. You know, you get an underdog um, and the crowd, you know, is root for the underdog, you know, trying to, you know, build spirits, whatever. But it was a lot of questionable, questionable <laughs> calls, man, um, on my guy. You know, I think he's, he's probably going to go down as the GOAT. But again, man, it was some great competition out there. Um and Wimbledon, man, we 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 gotta we gotta get out there one one year. I'm with it. I, I saw I saw a lot of a lot of people popping up there, you know, suited and booted, yeah, piece on, double breasted. So okay, it looked like my 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 kind of vibe out there, but uh it was a, a huge underdog. Uh we'll probably have some info on that. We'll talk about a little bit more at the end because I don't want to mess up young guy's name, but um Facts. we do love a good underdog story. You love a good no, better yourself do. story. Better yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So again, he was, I think, the, the first from Spain since Nadal. Okay. I want to believe. But again, like you said, don't want to chop chop his name up. Um, but now nah, we'll touch on that later on. We de definitely get him right. He deserves his his moment in time. But let's get to a, a big time sign in our division. The first division, I believe. Um, we talked about on here the AFC South. Obviously, very familiar with that. Um, being former Colts, that's the Titans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans. Mm -hmm. And um, D Hop back in the AFC South. Uh, we knew his signing, Dalvin Cook signing, is probably you know a week or so away. But we knew this was coming kind of around training camp. Uh, he talked about what he was looking for in his next squad. He said he was looking for a quarterback that loved the game. He said he was looking for stable leadership yeah. in the front office um i forgot what his third thing was but we know it's about the money yeah and business about the money especially at this point in his career um now if history repeats itself this is where a lot of great hall of fame receivers where their career kind of goes and they go off into the abyss but we'll see if that happens with d hop signed with the tennessee titans on a two-year 26 million dollar deal uh could be up to 32 million with incentives what were your first thoughts when you saw this come across assuming you saw this come across your uh twitter timeline um my first thoughts was eh. but then you know once you once you kind of take a step back and you kind of look at the dynamic and how the team is structured mm -hmm. um i think it actually could be you know pretty good on for 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 a couple people right obviously d hop um mm -hmm. then you talk about derrick henry you talk about the run game um and when you play against that offense your main concern is stopping that run so you yeah. can put guys in the box so now when you have a number one receiver like d hop outside you know you, you have to do some different things as far as defensively um to make sure you either got a safety over top of d hop so you're not gonna be able to stack the box like you normally would and then also you know for the quarterback position you know, Tannehill, mm -hmm. you know, you have a number one that you can 
you can go to you traded your number well you know you sent your number one um aj brown to philadelphia i saw a lot of people talking about that yeah yeah hey y'all might as well just resign the young boy aj if you was gonna go out and pay 13 a year to d hop but facts but but again you know um i know Tannehill is happy for this sign i know derrick henry is um happy for this sign and you got coach mike rabel who's a great coach um so again and then you got a you got a good defense you got a good solid defense um you know um on the other side you got Rand Carthorn coming in his first year GM with the Tennessee Titans. So mm-hmm. again, man, I'm, I think I think it could work. I still have that Jacksonville Jaguars team though um, at the top of the AFC South. And now a lot of people are on the Jaguars bandwagon at this point, and um, you were on them last year going in, going into the season. You're like, hey, this may be that team that makes that kind of Cincinnati Bengal ish turnaround. Uh, some people were in in or out with Trevor Lawrence after the debacle with Urban Meyer at the head coach. Doug Peterson comes in, turning around, they make a playoff run, get a playoff win. Yeah. Um, you know, they've only gotten better this offseason, too, with Calvin Ridley. They just re-signed uh, Evan Ingram, which the next guy we're going to talk about. But, yeah, I kind of had the same feeling um, when I first saw this signing, like, eh. You know, I, I would I would like to I would like to see him, I guess, go to a, what I feel at least is a contender. A lot yeah. of people always write off the, the Titans, um, but like you said, Mike Vrabel is a, is a great coach. They do fight. They show up every Sunday. It's going to be a battle, uh, regardless of. Uh, I remember they had Malik Willis out there last game, last season for one game, and they barely were getting first downs. Mm-hmm. And I think still make, took the Chiefs. I think. Um, to overtime so they're gonna fight they're gonna be ready to play they're gonna be a physical ball club uh and like you said this does help Derrick Henry out him seeing eight nine man boxes week in week out help the young kid Traylon Burks out too who yeah. came more strong towards the end of the year receiver um and now you would expect uh D-Hop to get more attention is he gonna be getting double team is he is the safety leaning to him probably not at this point in his career um so I don't think better. I don't think not not with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. That's the, you know that's the problem when you got it when you are a receiver you got to be dependent on that quarterback position. And look at here, uh, you throw that. You, we, we you think Ryan Tannehill starts when the starting job number one, or keeps his starting job? Should I say? I think I think he I think he will be season as a starter. I think he will be. He was he will be there week one. Ryan I believe Tannehill so. will be. Right, okay. I think Ryan Tannehill will be there week one um mm-hmm. i think you know we've had this conversation before i think you know if if the team is struggling middle of the season i think we will see will levis i think we will see him um come in and take it over taking over that starting position but week one Tannehill will be the starting quarterback and if we look at d hop didn't play the first what how many games was that last six uh, yeah i think it was six First six games last year, man, and he ended that season still almost a thousand yards. He still has that playmaking ability. Mm-hmm. He still has that playmaking ability. So again, <laughs> as much as we say about Tannehill, D Hop can make him look great. You know what I'm saying? As far he's as he's done it hey, before. I know, some... know D Hop is down there. I'm gonna throw it up mm-hmm. and I'm gonna see if if the best man wins. And hopefully, he has a Titans helmet on. So again. Yeah. That could, this this could spark a lot of confidence in Tannehill. We could see a total different quarterback than what we've seen in the past. Could be wishful thinking, but I still think D Hop 
garners that that attention from defenses. Okay, I think I think it barely moved the the odds on on the FanDuel Sportsbook, our presenter, our presenting sponsor of the Man to Man Pod. I think it barely moved the Tennessee Titans Super Bowl odds once he got um, once this signing um, happened, but. Gonna be interesting to see, man. Things always look good or bad. We always have our opinion on paper in, in July and August. But once some real games get to going um in September, uh, we shall see. And this is I expect it to be a competitive division. Obviously, Jacksonville right. won it last year. I think the Colts got better. Um, I think Texans for sure got better. Now will yeah. we see the, the those fruits, we see those trees bear fruits this year. Maybe, maybe not. They definitely got better. A lot of important positions, uh, including the head coaching position with D'Amico Ryan coming in there. And then obviously the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who else? Who's the other team I'm leaving out? No, you said it. Sure, you said Jacksonville, Indy, the Titans. Okay, there we the go. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a competitive division. We still see. And Tannehill's an old head in that division. He's the veteran at the quarterback position. So they should be in good shape. Um, We had uh, four, I believe, guys who were franchised. No, I talked about it last week. Evan Ingram, Tony Pollard, Saquon, Josh Jacobs. Is there anybody yep. else out there with that tag on them? No, nah, I think that's um, – and then it was obviously it was double E. Yep, double E. But um, today, 4 o'clock is the deadline um, for those guys mentioned to secure a long-term deal or they will either hold out or have to play under the franchise tag. Uh, for this season. Um, Evan Ingram avoided that. He signed his long-term deal. I think he he, he earned it. He deserved it for sure. Uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, had a really good year. Probably his best season since his rookie year. Um, uh, Evan Ingram had last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Signed a three-year, $41 million deal to stay with that offense. Loaded offense. He Loaded. Really. Uh, Kurt. ETN, Kurt, got some dogs out there. Double E, Trevor Lawrence coming along. What's your thoughts on this signing, man? FC South making moves. Man, look at here, man. I I, I told y'all last year what I thought about the Jacksonville Jaguars, even though they're in the same division as our coach, man. But again, um, being a team in Evan Ingram one year, my last year um, in NY, you could just see, man, like he he had the tools. You know, he had the tools to be one of those top receiving um type tight ends. And to get him yeah. into a situation that he's in now, like you said, with an offense that has a lot of firepower um on the outside, that quarterback and in the backfield, man, it just opens it up for guys like him to run down the middle of the field, um, create mismatches with linebackers, um, mm-hmm. and nickelbacks, man. So again, I think this is a great signing. Uh, for Jacksonville, obviously, when you have guys in the building, you want to keep your playmakers in the building. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, I think they're building something over there. But again, a great, great, great signing for them. Um, salute to Evan Ingram, man. But we got to Jacksonville not going to surprise anybody this year. Nah. <laughs> they're not going to surprise anybody this year. So, again, they're going to be getting a lot of people. They're going to be getting their best shot. They know what Jacksonville, what they have. Um, even on the defensive side, I got a lot of young cats. Um, yeah. that, that that ball that played well last year. So a great signing, man. Um, you know, we talking about Jacksonville, we talking about him, we talking about it, but obviously, like you always say, and we talk about it here on the pod, you gotta go out there and play. You're gonna have the mm-hmm. bulls out on your back, 
Um, but again, great signing. I love it. And how do you uh we talk about it too a lot? How do how do you handle that success? Yeah. All uh, right. That that's just that success is sometimes tougher uh to handle uh than failure. So going into that next year, Doug Peterson and, and, and Trevor Lawrence, you know, they got that report now. And that's the good thing, unfortunately, for defensive coaches at least, when you make that right offensive head coach hire and you got a young quarterback that you're trying to develop. You're trying to get that Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid type relationship that you don't have to deal with a good offensive coordinator going and getting a head coaching job every year or two years. So they uh, got another year under their belt, a full offseason. Another, I think Calvin Ridley is a really, really good, potentially a top 10 receiver um, in the NFL if he's fully healthy doing his thing. So hey. definitely keeping a close eye on this Jacksonville Jaguars team, man. Hey, you a great defensive mind. So you got Jacksonville Jaguars on your schedule the the, mm -hmm. the next week. Um, again, you got Trevor Lawrence, you got Ridley, you got um ETN, you got Ingram. Like, how do you slow? How do you slow this offense down? Like, what what is it? What would D but what would D coordinator D but do to slow this offense down? Man, that's tough. Cause if Trevor Lawrence continues to develop. Uh, if he stacks another year like he had last year, it's tough, man. It's tough because ETN, he don't get talked about a lot, but he's he, he's explosive. Like, he get yeah. that ball, he can go 50, 60 at any point in time. And I guess I'm still old school, so it's still I'm still coming in trying to stop that run game because Sorry. all of the great quarterbacks I remember playing against, the Peyton Manners, the Drew Breeses, the Tom Brady's, like you still wanted to eliminate the run game because if they had to drop back pass in the play action game, you you like it, it that's just you can't stop it. So the, the game plan still will be to make Trevor Lawrence drop back 35, 40 times throwing the ball. And then you know, he's still a young quarterback. So you got your ABs, you got your D, you got your veteran guys back there on the back, and you want to make some um, you know, make them make some mistakes and take advantage of it which we saw the, the Chargers doing the playoff game. They just couldn't finish it, finish it on the other game. side in the second half. But um, that's still the game plan. You know, try to limit that run game, limit Etienne out of the backfield with his big plays, and make him continue to put that ball in the air time in and time out. But it, it's tough sledding. These quarterbacks and a lot of these coordinators, they want to throw the ball. You know what I mean? Those those that used to be handoffs for us, now those are quick passes, quick screens, where they want five, six yards to get the drive started. So it's still tough, but Trevor Lawrence is still a young quarterback. So uh, the game plan still would be, hey, make him beat you down in, down out, big downs, big drives, make him drop back, make the right decisions, accurate throws, and um, got to take your chances. <laughs> you yeah. got to take your chances there, man. But yeah. um, great signing, I think, uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars and Evan Ingram. I think a lot of people, I love to see a guy, because everybody got their own journey in the league, whether you're a first-rounder, a free agent, uh, whatever it is. You got to go out there and prove yourself week in, week out, practice in, practice out. And um, once a lot of people wrote him off, he moved around a little bit, landed on his feet in Jacksonville, and now it looks like he's in a, he's in a good good spot, man. So I love to see that for him. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. <clears throat> but I uh, will see if any of these other guys on this list can get it figured out. Some some very talented football players all playing the same position. With uh, Saquon, Tony Pollard. Josh Jacobs, all in the prime, all in the, it seems like the beginning of their prime years, it should be, uh, but still looking for 
legit deals. You got uh, Jonathan Jones, a tweet up here from Jay Jones 9 on Twitter. Franchise tag deadline is 4 p.m. today for running back Saquon, Josh, and Tony Pollard. At the moment, not a ton of optim optimism that we will see a long-term deal with any of the three, but deadlines are known to spur action. So mm. um, I don't think Joe Mixon taking a pay cut help uh he just took a pay cut recently um it's tough man it's just tough for the running backs man but how do you you see any either of these three guys getting a deal done man i would jacobs and you know this is just you know being us being on the other side and being a realist right so um tony pollard coming off injury i think that would be that would be tough um and just speaking on business you know, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, you know, coming off injury, I maybe I wouldn't just because I, I'm not sure how he's going to um, recover. Obviously, on the, from the player standpoint, I want to see everybody get their bread. Yep. Um, Josh Jacobs, Saquon, I don't, I don't know why we even having this discussion. Um, shit, Josh Jacobs was playing in the last game. Lead the damn league. He he led the league, but then the. Even in conversation we were having going into last year, like was he even gonna be, was he gonna make mm -hmm. Oakland's roster? Playing you know, in the uh was he playing like the third preseason game? Yeah, something like that. Or was it the Hall of Fame? Was they in the Hall of Fame yeah, game? Something, something like that. And he was something like that. So um, I definitely believe Josh Jacobs and Saquon, man, un undeniably should, you know, they deserve their long-term security. Uh, yeah. no doubt about it, no question. I don't care about the market for this position um these two guys are catalysts for their for their team for their offense um so again you know i i hope and i i wish that by 4 p.m these two guys well all three of these guys will have a long-term deal but again just being a realist just keeping it a buck tony mm -hmm. Pollard situation i feel like right now just a little different coming off that injury um but shit man we're we gonna roll the dice and we can hopefully we can yeah, we can see him, you know, get get that money, and it, and it's different it, for Tony Pollard, uh, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon. They've been the centerpiece centerpieces of their offense, and you know, Saquon was draft. These both first round draft picks, I believe. Um, Saquon and Josh Jacobs, but um, Tony Pollard, you know, he was you know kind of will come in and spell Zeke. They would kind of be that thunder and light, lightning. And a lot of people always look at like that second back, like, hey man, he need to get the ball. And we, we said it on the show, I'm like, hey, yeah. he need more touches. He need 20. He need this. He need that. So now it's a different ball game when you become, it's kind of like when you are that, you know, wide receiver two. And then you become wide receiver one. And you get that focus of, hey, we got to limit this guy. He becomes a game record now. Hey, this is a game record on that Wednesday meeting when we're talking about the team and how to stop them. We got to stop Tony Pollard. We got to stop C.D. Lamb. Like yep. those are the game records now. So it's it's different. So maybe the Cowboys want to see that. Cowboys want to see that for one year before they pay him that money. I get that. But to your point, Saquon and Josh Jacobs, I think it's a no brainer. Even with the um, the position losing value, like every team has a different identity. They got different core players. And I think they need to continue to, to build around around those guys. I hope they get their money, man. Dalvin's still out there waiting uh, for a team. Uh, yeah. I saw him celebrate the D-Hop signing, but he's still waiting for a team. I think that would be a great pickup, whoever uh, <clears throat> steps up their offer, assuming, and, and picks him up. Um, but, yeah, moving on. Still talking about receivers. Got this message right before we went live. 
Madden, you know, that's always something players, especially new players coming into the league, see themselves in the yeah. game, play, play, play with their character on the game for the first time. Madden drops. Some people not too happy with the gameplay, but it still means something, especially when you're in that 99 club. So uh, Jay Jettis, I think we both might have picked him going into the season last year to be the offensive player of the year. Uh, he had an unbelievable year. He is the newest member of the 99 club. You think it's deserving? How you feel about this 99 rating for Justin Jefferson? The 99, man, that's at the receiving jump, man, the receiving position. It's tough. He had a hell of a year. 99. 99. Like, I, I think it, it's tough, man. You look at some of the other receivers that's in the game. It's like, mm -hmm. is he that much more is he, is he that much better than the other receivers when you talk about cheetah you talk about jamal chase Devonte adams Devonte adams stefan diggs you know what i'm saying so like when you when you when you think about 99 it's like if i'm thinking about 99 i'm thinking oh this guy is just that much better than everyone else in his position yeah. you know what yeah. i mean that's when i think about when i think about a 99 club and no knock on Jay Jettis, but he's a dog. I just don't think mm -hmm. he's that much better than the rest of the guys that's playing his position. And Devontae Adams was in it last year. Uh, I don't know if he'll be in it again this year. I think he had a pretty good year last year. Um, yeah. Obviously, didn't put up those same Green Bay-type numbers, but great, great receiver. Uh, I, I feel you. I, think, I, I don't know about 99 just yet. Uh, Tyreek yeah. Hill yeah, is another guy. Um but whew, on the video game, I have played Madden with Justin Jefferson. <laughs> and if you're going off how you play on that game. I mean, shit. If, not, you, if you got him at 99, is, you, he got to be different on the game. Yeah, 99. The only thing, I don't know. Slay, Slay kind of had that boy. And you don't see 99 get put in the handcuffs. Travis Kelsey, 99. Aaron Donald. You know him? Pat Mahomes. 90, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, I get yeah, it. So I, I feel get you. That. I, yeah, I feel you. He about I 90. I put him about 96, which ain't no knock. Hey, you're 96. Maybe 97, but 99, that's that's tough. But hey, salute to you, man. Uh, exactly. we don't make the game. That's that's EA Sports job. And he's been doing everything, all the records, the receptions, the big play. I think he won the SB for the player of the year uh with the one hand grab on like that fourth and 18 against and Buffalo. Eight, yeah. yeah, which was incredible. Um, so shout out to Jay Jettas, newest member sure. of the 99 club, man. I may get that. They still give out the chain. They still do the chain for the 99 they got club. To. They got to. They can't stop that. I know a lot of a lot of businesses and industries and stuff out there cut, making cuts and stuff. Budget. I, I hope <laughs> they still give them their chains or their cleats or something, man, because um, 99. Hey, shout out to that boy, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to that boy. Uh, what you want to move to next, man? man we got a we, lot of those little quick stuff here. Man, we, 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 we still talking ball, man. We still got to touch on the the NFC North. And like I said, oh, we, yeah. we had a little bit of Twitter, Twitter, um, Twitter beef, and it's crazy because we before we jumped on live, we talked about it because we had this discussion, this same discussion, mm -hmm. maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, and for the people that don't know we had um 
Asante Samuel, uh, man and man, pod alum. Alum, yep. You know, he were he was talking about uh, actually we're talking about Sauce Gardner. He started talking about Sauce Gardner and how you know he felt like some of the other young corners uh weren't getting the same pub that he was getting based off Sauce being in the New York market. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he went from just talking about Tariq. I think he said Tariq Woolen. We had the be had the better rookie year out there right. in Seattle. He's at six picks. Yeah, and then, then you know he got to talking about um Darrell Revis, um Hall of mm -hmm. Fame Darrell Revis, and how you know numbers and being that Darrell Revis was in the New York market, you know got him a goat. All this, all this. I I thought yeah. everything was nonsense. I think we've talked about it before. It's like whoa, 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 what you, what you thought was nonsense. I felt the back and forth was nonsense. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The back and forth, okay. the back and forth, the back and forth was nonsense. Um, two great corners, two yeah. of the, the best corners that played during our era. Um, yeah. to even to play the position, you know what I mean? To talk really, to really speak facts. Mm -hmm. Um, so we always talk about like you know you look at the tight ends, man. How the tight ends get together every year. And we always talk about, damn, man, why couldn't why can't the DBs? The, pa DBs, the pass rushers. Yeah, pass rushers. DBs, we built a little different. You know what I'm saying? We built a little different. <laughs> but I hate, I hated to see this on Twitter. And I know we were we was kind of going back and forth, like, damn, like, why they gotta go at it like that? And I think somebody asked you a question on Twitter, was like, you know, if you had to, like, who would you? Mm -hmm. Who would you who would you side with? And you was like, you know, if it was like a cover two type or two high, two shell type defense, you would go with Asante. If it was like a single high, you would go with Darrell Revis. And then obviously you look at these two players, Asante mm -hmm. Samuel. I think he had he ended his career with 51 interceptions. Um Darrell Revis, not as many interceptions, but his 29. impact 29, but his impact on the game. The way he was able to, you know, we call the Revis Island. The way he would just yeah. be able to cut off the whole side of the field, it was like, who would you rather go with? And we talked about this two like two years ago. I was mm -hmm. like, man, as a D coordinator, if you could give me somebody that I didn't have to worry about a half of the field, shit, man, give me that guy. But then you was like, well, shoot, uh, man, hey. get somebody that could turn the, the ball. ball over, yeah, and I could get the ball back to my offense. Give me that guy. I don't think it's a wrong answer. Mm -hmm. But again, man, how did you feel about this back and forth between two of the two of the greats? I I hated to see I hated to see the beef, uh, but you know how it is. You got egos. You got you know. We had we had. Hey, I would encourage everyone to go back in the archives and find the Asante Samuel man to man interview. And if you're gonna watch that, I don't think you'll be surprised by anything he said. Yeah. Uh, on his timeline, or anything he says on his timeline, or his podcast—I think his podcast is called "The Art of the Interception," I believe. Um, and that's all Zant cared about—the ball. That's all he cared about was the ball. Zant is from—we from the same area of Broward County. I looked up Zant my whole life, pretty much, when it came to playing that position. You know, I was a, a smaller guy, played foot footwork, good footwork, had good ball skills. So that was one of the guys that I tried to model. Um, some of my game after, and then being around the same age as Revis, seeing it in the Big East, we were in the Big East together, then I got drafted to the AFC East, so I had a front row seat to Revis Island, and just seeing him develop over the time, and how, at his peak, I, I, I didn't see a cornerback better at his peak. I think every corner in the league was watching Revis tape 
especially when it came to what he did at that line of scrimmage, yeah. um, eliminating routes, patience, footwork, all that type of stuff, man. But um, like you said, we had that conversation. Um, and I don't think it's a right or wrong answer. Even when I made that answer, Gerard Powers, another man-to-man alum, was like, man, get out of here with that PCBS, man. What's the real answer? Him and Casey Hayward kind of put my feet to the fire. Right. And I said, look, if I had the draft, if it was in the draft and you got Revis and Zant in the draft, I'm taking Revis in the draft. You know, it, I would say overall Revis was the better corner, but a lot of people who just kind of wrote it off like Zant was just some, you know, some average, average some, or good yeah, player. Like, yeah, hold on now. Yeah, that's not hold the case. Hold on now. That's, that's not the case at all. Zant had a, a stretch where he was 10 picks, nine, seven, six, five type shit. Um, this was the, the tweet mentioned because uh, PFF. All, all the little different media outlets got on this conversation, started putting out their questions to get interaction and whatnot, not, not bit. So, PFF, all right, let's settle this. Asante Samuel or Darrell Revis? And uh depends on the scheme. My answer was it depends on the scheme. If I'm a two-high-shell-based defense, give me Zant. Once again, you know Zant instincts, reading the quarterback. We asked him his top five receivers he played against during his career. He said, I can't even give you those. I can give you the top five quarterbacks because that's who I played playing that yeah. left back position. Uh, so I said, two high defense, give me Zant. If I'm a single high, where it's man to man, for y'all that don't know or maybe new to the pot, single high is one deep free safety. Um, and then you got everybody else kind of down. And then a two high is like you got two safeties back. So it could be quarters, it could be covered two. And that creates more indecision on a quarterback as to what the cornerback's going to do if you got two high safeties. Because now the corner can rotate up. He can do different things. If it's single high, a quarterback knows those corners, they got to have deep responsibilities because nobody else can get to that sideline. So that was my answer. And I said, you can't go wrong with either, in my opinion. And, um, you know, like I said, me and AB had this, this debate. Would you rather have that guy to take away a side or would you rather have that guy to give your quarterback and offense extra possessions? Me personally, let me, especially in today's NFL where you got, two three legit targets on offense on every team like no it ain't like guys coming out that you take away uh andre johnson you know early on in the texas we gonna have a good chance when you take away it like nah people got two three options now so give me the guy that's gonna get that tater that tater bean and get it back to the quarterback but um i hated to see the big we actually had a big spaces that darius slay started and we said we're gonna do some type of db summit where we're gonna all get together next off season Hey, you definitely got to be a part of it. We got to figure out the location and um, break bread, man. Fellowship, learn game. Sauce was on there. He was talking a lot of the DJ Reed, a lot of the guys. Antonio Cromartie was in there um, chopping it up, man, because you usually don't see this type of beef, uh, pause, especially when it comes to the young guys. Sauce just getting his, he just getting his feet wet. It ain't his fault he got drafted in New York. He went top five in New York. He did everything he was supposed to do on the field to get the hype that he's getting. I think he's deserving of it. Um, but yeah, man, it was it, it definitely led to some great, great conversations. By two great players. It was a lot of funny back and forth. Um, and at the end of the day, Asante Samuels deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. No question. Like at this point, he should be in there. Darrell Revis, he was deserving to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um but uh, it was it was definitely some interesting convo in the DB world. Yeah, uh, the last couple of weeks, man. <laughs> man, are your top five corners though, all time on the spot. Top five corners. 
top five. I, I won't say all time. I say top five that you that you've seen. You didn't necessarily, you know, play with him or against him. But I'm gonna go top five. I'm gonna go Dion. Okay. I'm gonna go um, Champ. No, no, no particular Ooh, order. No order. No order. Okay. No order. You, I'm just giving you my top five. I'm gonna go Dion. I'm gonna go Champ. I'm gonna go Rod Wilson. I'm gonna go Seawood. And I'm gonna do. Damn. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Revis. No, 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 no. Take Revis out and give me Ty Law. From the same, from the same city. They both from Aliquippa, both Hall of Famers. That's tough. Uh, I think I know for sure. I got the top. Think the same top four. Prime, Champ, Champ, twelve-time Pro Bowler, I believe. Most, yeah. most by any any DB ever. Um, give me Prime. Give me Champ. Seawood. Rod Wilson was that deal. He obviously moved to safety and played a lot. Rod got to be in there too. Rod Woodson. Yeah, Revis too. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I go Revis. You got a lot. I got to put Revis in there at top five. His, his yeah. Peak was, his peak was different. And then it, it's um, still like Daryl Green. Got D Green. You got some of my favorites to watch. Um, it's Love Aeneas Williams. Um, I did a lot of research on Mel Blunt. I obviously didn't watch him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he he changed. He actually changed the game. He, he was like six two, six three, four shit, four. Six, four. <laughs> Ch- like, changed legitimately changed how the game is played because he was mauling cats at the line of scrimmage. Uh, Charles Wilson, four All Pros out the gate, rookie, second, yep. third, fourth year, four All Pros. Then won the Defensive Player of the Year, the nickel. Then went on to play safety. A lot of greats, man. Ronnie Lott even. Was a uh, yeah. all pro corner early in his career. So, um, whenever you're going between these greats, you, you you start to split hairs. Um, but I think we've got the. I like the top I, five. And, 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 and when we mine. talk about, and when you talk about the your top five, obviously it's all opinionated. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's all opinionated. Everybody gonna see the game differently for the most part. But you know, again, like you could have, you can you can you can take away one or two guys potentially and put some other guys in if you're mm-hmm. even in that conversation as far as top five shit, you know you probably deserve it you know what i mean right. so again man hats off to the to the to the guys you know who slept on whose career slept on who stefan gilmore stefan gilmore when yeah. it's all said and done he gonna he gonna have for because it ain't Gilly too many Lock. corners Ain't too many corners walking around with that depoy. Yeah. And they on their trophy case. I can say, hey, with Aaron Donald and JJ Watt and Von Miller and all these great pass rushers in the league, I got one of these defensive players of the year, Super Bowl champ, still playing good ball at this at this point in his this, career. Um yeah. so I, I think he don't talk a lot, he don't make a lot of headlines outside off the football field. But Gilly Locke, his, his uh, you know, Patrick Peterson, he's still playing. Yeah. His resume is very impressive. I think eight Pro Bowls straight yeah. out the gate, which was the first guy since Barry Sanders, I think, um, to do yeah. that. So yeah, it's a lot of guys different. with a lot of impressive. Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys with a lot of impre- Richard Sherman, obviously. Um, speaking of the guys who are, you know, recently retired, Keith Tlaib, 
Um, a lot of guys, man. A lot of guys, a lot of guys, good ball players, man. But yeah, DB, the DB, the DB beef was interesting, pause. Mm-hmm. Man, let's got, uh man? let's run it off with the, with this NFC North, man. It's been a lot of Ooh. good conversation. A lot, a lot of hey, talk, man. Facts, facts. Uh, let's go. Um, NFC North. Hold on, before we before we move on, before we get to that, I know um what's going on with this. Um, why is this not coming up? Uh-oh. Oh, there we go. Woo! There you go. Hey, we man. talk about this before we move on. Facts, facts. Shout out to King Griffey, man. King Griffey Jr. Um, first annual HBCU Swing Man Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, they they need to they need to put some more um publicity behind this man and push this a little more this was the first year they had it it was at the all-star mlb all-star game this year yeah um, they had 50, 50 um 50 uh baseball players from hbcus around from 17 hbcus around the country um and the goal here was to get these um student athletes in front of coaches and executives and um a quote from king griffey was that when he was playing um the roster was probably 18 percent um black mm-hmm. now it's six percent black so again you know the baseball world is more it's it's more it's expensive um oh, it's yeah. more on the traveling side now so when you talk about you know the black community um we really don't touch baseball as much as we do other sports i.e mm-hmm. basketball football but again man this was a good thing um king griffey jr also the mlb to get more attention to try to get the black community back in touch with the game of baseball man so again um i thought it was a a beautiful thing man i really i didn't hear about it until after (laughs) the all-star game oh wow damn yeah i I I saw i saw some things about it i actually saw one of the guys with king griffey during the uh, home run derby, which I gave yeah. y'all the pick plus three fifty, Vlad Guerrero Jr. to win it. Gave y'all that last Monday. He won it. Um, but I saw one of the guys. I can't remember his name, but he was standing with Ken Griffey in like the uh, the dugout, spoke speaking on it. Like you said, definitely need more more hype uh, behind this and the access. When you got some of these underserved communities, like you said, it's expensive. Like the equipment, you know, a lot yeah. of us can go and get a football and meet up at the field. Or go, you know, go to the basketball court and play hoops. You have that access. That's why you have so many of us in this league, in the leagues. Um, but the access to baseball is a lot tougher to get into. So um, we need to do a better job somehow, some way, of getting more kids involved in these communities. Same with golf. Um, same with golf. Right? You see a guy like Steph Curry, I believe he played high school golf, and he's doing a lot of things with his foundation and stuff. I know he's done some things with Howard as well. Yeah. Um, to get more people and help that access uh, in the golf world. And speaking of Steph Curry, before we move on, but shout out to King Griffey once again. Yeah, yeah, man. His HBCU classic. I love that logo too, man. Every that was that was the he was the picture perfect swing, swing the kid man. up there with that backwards hat. Like that that was I- iconic. But um, Steph Curry, uh, the, the American Century Championship. Huge tournament out there in Lake Tahoe every year. I've mentioned it earlier. I got Pat McAfee was in it. AJ Hawk played A Raw and boys. Um, Steph Curry became the first 
active athlete to win this tournament. It's a pretty competitive tournament. Some good, some good golfers. Yeah, so he I, I was looking at his scorecard earlier, but he he actually won it with a walk-off eagle putt on the 18th. Um, so an eagle, that's like if it's a part five, you got five shots to get it in there. He made it on his third shot long putt. Jeez. Shout out to Steph Curry, man. He he's his dad, I think, finished top 15 too, Dell Curry. And his brother played in the two, Seth Curry. So uh, shout out to King Griffey, obviously with the HBCU Swing Man Classic. And shout out to this guy, man. He, he uh, special, special, special talent. Just a he special is, talent. You, you can't, you can't even hate, man. You can't even <laughs> hate on him, man. Yeah. Like hole in one, and then, and then, like just even out there, they had all the, they had some NBA guys out there. So you know, they had mm -hmm. like the basket out there. You walk by the goal, hey, take a shot. Had Ray Allen. I think yep. we had uh, Kyle Lowry. Black Nobody made it. Then you know, Steph Curry walk up, get the dunk. Number net. So man, shout out to the guy, man. Keep doing this thing, man. Special guy. Speaking of special talent, Shakari Richards, he bounced back. Bounced on back. Show. For real, for mm -hmm. real. Yeah, had a had a lot of people talking a lot of a lot of shit on her, her journey. And obviously, as a young, young athlete, you know, in the spotlight, you're gonna go through some things. But I love to see people go through that shit and then bounce back, betting on themselves once again. And she's been dominating. Newly crowned US national championship. Champion Shakira Richardson clocked to 10.76 to run away with the victory in the women's 100 meter dash. Shit, just the week Jackson before she had a two. The week before she had a personal best of 10.65. Moving. So, moving. She threw that, threw that shit off and got busy. I'll get the hell out of my hamstring. I'll run that fast right now. What? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's smoking shit right now. But let's get to it, man. NFC North. No point intended. This is what y'all came for, man. NFC North, the division odds. Am I, am I seeing that correctly? You are, man. Who's that you up are. top, baby? The NFC North division odds got the Detroit Lions at the top of the division. Wow. Got minutes. Got Minnesota coming in second at plus 270. Green Bay Packers plus 350. And your Chicago Bears at plus 420. Don't put that on me. But let's start with the bread. Let's start with the bottom uh of the I guess what was predicted and predicted, predicted yeah. right now. You know, uh Justin Fields. Had a successful individual year. The team did not have number one pick traded to the Carolina Panthers, but got better this offseason. Got DJ Moore over there. Um, who else did the Bears get this year? Chase Claypool last year, they got him. They got some weapons. Mooney's still mm -hmm. there. Got some weapons. Uh, new uh, Eberflus, head coach. Chicago Bears. Set at seven and a half wins. I think they won three games last year. Which way are you going on this one, AB? Over or under seven and a half wins? Under. Under. I'm Where going under agree? seven and a half. Um, even though, shout out to my my DB coach in the at the coach, man, Alan Williams, the DC over there in Chicago. But I'm going under seven and a half wins for the Chicago Bears this upcoming season. I'm right there with you. Um, I think they are still a year or two away for competing. Now, this is a division. 
with Aaron Rodgers exiting for the New York Jets. It's a division where you got some opportunity. You got Jerry Goff and the Detroit Lions, their favorite right now. You got Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. Then you got Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. So the Jordan Love era begins. Um, Justin Fields, special, special talent. Uh, he's a headache. If I was a, a deep coordinator or defensive player coming into that game, it's a headache when you got a guy that can run for 150 yards at the quarterback position. And I, I know he can throw the ball as well. It's about having a good game plan offensively, protection, and, um, you know, repeating that, that stuff in the past game. But seven and a half wins, I think that's a little lofty. I want to say that's a one win higher than what the coach. Yeah. No, I, 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 so uh, I'm going under. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I agree with you, man. And then even, like you said, like Justin Fields had a great individual season. Like he mm. changes your whole meeting room all week. He changes your whole entire meeting room um, oh, yeah. in the defensive meeting room your whole week just because of what you just said, where he has the capability of running for 150 yards. So now it's your D-line, the way we rush it. We can't get up the field. We can't create these lanes. Um, keep them in the box. Keep them in the box. So, again, and then it's, you know, you can have – you might have a whole drill set for the DBs when you're yelling – Plaster, plaster, plaster. He can prolong the quarterback and prolong the play. So again, yep. having that type of ability uh, at the quarterback position is going to give you a chance to win games. And like I, like you said, it's going to cause headache on the defensive side of the ball, man. But again, Definitely. seven and a half under. Well, lofty man. We, hey, he could surprise and come out there and win ten games though. You gotta uh, play the game. You gotta play the game, man. And Jordan Love. It's new for him. He's got to play the game, too. Every week, he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the starter. Um, I remember Slay speaking very highly of him after some short action. But uh, there are seven and a half wins as well. The Green Bay Packers, uh, you'll make some money, get plus 100 if you bet the under. So the books are expecting them to get over. Uh, seven and a half wins, Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur, the head coach. He always wins a bunch of games, but that's what Aaron Rodgers at quarterback position. Um, I'm going over. I'm going over. I, I, I still like even Devontae Adams gone, Lazard gone. I still like LaFleur as an offensive mind. I still like the backfield with uh, Jones and, um, and Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. Um, Big Bob Tunyon. I, I still think they win at least. I think they win eight games. Got a lot I'm of right talent on defense as well. Um, I got faith in Jordan Love, too. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely not. But when you got a guy that's going into the starting lineup and he's not just like – it's not a rookie you just drafted, you know, in the second or third round. Or even in the first round, he's just throwing him out there in the fire. He's got a little bit of game time, but he's set behind Aaron Rodgers for two, three years and really watched him, how he prepares, how he practices. You got a good offensive mind calling the plays. I like him to go over. So I'm going uh, Green Bay Packers over to start the Jordan Love era. Where you at with A.B.? I'm with you. I'm with you, D. But I got him over again. Um, being able to lean on that on that backfield. Um, you got Christian Watson, man. On the outside, had a had a hell of a year last year. His rookie season. Um, again, you say you know coastal floor, but then again, I don't think we. Well, on this on this part, we do we talk about just the the culture, the culture of that, yeah. uh, the culture in that building of that team. Jordan um, Love being able to step in. You know, sat behind, like you said, a future Hall of Famer and A Rod. Mm -hmm. So, again, <clears throat> I think he'll be able to come in and do some things, being able to have the whole OTAs, 
taking all the um the one reps and then going in and training camp here in the next week or two being able to have all those reps as well i think it's going to do some dividends for him and for the team yeah. with you man um over seven and a half for the packers yeah man that um speaking of that organization like just ha having a good organization obviously the history but you're expected to win football games yeah. <laughs> as a green bay packer and um i think they got they have the people um to do it so but once again gotta play the game got to gotta play the games and this is the team coming off a 13 win season right then the vikings win 13 games last year yeah a lot of people felt like they were lucky they they won a lot of games by the skin of their teeth but hey it's a fine margin between winning and losing in the national mm. football league and kevin o'connell been a rookie head coach won a lot of those games that you know mike zimmer and those guys weren't winning Kirk Cousins still a quarterback going into a contract year, I think. Another contract year for, for uh Mr. March. Um, he debuted. Did you watch quarterback at all on Netflix? I didn't. I didn't. I've, I've heard okay. good good I heard good things about it though. So I I gotta, okay. I gotta tap into it. You you watch it? I watched the first episode. Um, I didn't continue watching uh for 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 like average fan, even if you are an avid football fan, you definitely get access to these guys. Um, playing that position yeah. um, that you you've never really seen um, before, and th and you got three different guys. You obviously got Kirk Cousins, who had the season that he had, which was a good season, got to the playoffs, didn't end well. Um, Marcus Mariota, who got benched during the year after you know I think he got benched the same week he was having a child, just tough. It's that's part of being in, in the league, and then you got Patrick Mahomes, who went on to win um, the Super Bowl. So you get to see all those different journeys unfolding in real time so it's very it, it, it's dope to watch it's definitely yeah. worth worth a watch <clears> on <throat> netflix quarterback um but justin jefferson we talked about being a 99 club he named his top five quarterbacks he did not name his quarterback in that but another story for another day they're over under set at eight and a half coming off the season when they won 13 games do they get nine one? wins no wow yeah i don't think so I don't wow. think they, I don't think they get nine wins. I think it's um not having Dalvin Cook. That's, that's that's going that's going um be a big loss for him. Um, defensively, man, I just don't know. They were bad defensively last year. Yeah, and you know that. I just think I don't. They didn't get any better on the defensive side of the ball, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, so. I don't have Minnesota Vikings winning nine games. Oh, I'm going over. I'm going over. I, I, shout out Kevin O'Connell coming in as a rookie last year. The, 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 the rookie head coach did decent last year. But shout out Kevin O'Connell. KOC winning 13 games. I think they follow with at least, at least nine. We just talked about the division with the Bears, the new look uh, Packers. Um. The Lions, Lions had a good year, but you know, can they stack that up? We'll talk about them next. But yeah, give me the over. Still got Justin Jefferson, 99 club. Still got KJ Osborne. Uh, don't make a lot of headlines at the receiver position. Good receiver. Obviously lost Adam Thielen, but you went and drafted Jordan Addison out of uh, USC. Mm -hmm. Former Belitnikov. I love this tape. A little smaller, but he can run all the routes, make tough catches. And then you're going with uh, Madison in, in the backfield to be that lead cow, kind of in the same vein as um, Tony Pollard and what they're doing in, in the Cowboys. So I still like them. Like you said, did not get better 
uh, on defense, at least on paper. Uh, we'll see if they play better next season. But give me the Vikings to win. I like them to win 10, honestly. If this was at nine and a half, I'd still go over. So Vikings over for me and under for AB. That's the first one I think we disagree, we disagree on. on. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm not even gonna say surprising, but we haven't seen this in a while. I know shit since I've been on this earth. <laughs> the Detroit Lions expected to win the NFC North. I know our producer Tone is happy and nervous at the same time. Mm-hmm. They have the Detroit Lions at nine and a half wins over under nine and a half wins i'm gonna say over i'm pretty sure you probably gonna agree with me um i got detroit man winning winning some games winning some games this year man again i feel Ooh. like there's the same in the same box as the jacksonville jaguars where they're not gonna mm-hmm. bring up on anybody um they've been progressively good um these past couple of years so they're gonna have the boys out in their back as well but i have them i have them over nine and a half i'm scared i'm scared because it all look good we we talked about it on on this show we talked about it with with dan campbell his staff and and we liked them uh hard knocks i think everybody liked them a little more but we wanted to see them succeed at the staff. We talked about what would be a successful season going into last season for that staff. Yeah. Um, and I think we will both come off that year and say, hey, they had a successful season. They were playing meaningful games into week 18. I think it was it just depended on who won out of certain games, if they would have got a berth or not. But um you lost Jamal Williams. Yeah. Jamal Williams was a it's 17 touchdown score. Um, you did go and draft Gibbs. Alabama, who's a special, people think you reach, but I think it was a great pick. You got Jack Campbell on the defense side of the ball, signed Chauncey Gardner Johnson. They made some good signings, they be. They look good, but the Detroit Lions, we talked about like with the, the Packers. You feel like the Lions are going to Lions, huh? I, it's just, it's like my mind is telling me all these things. Dan Campbell, Jared Goff look great. Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, a lot of people thought he would leave for a head coaching job. He stayed as the OC. Um, uh, Jameson Williams is going to, he's going to miss some time, obviously with his suspension, but he's a special talent. St. Brent, it all looks good on the paper, but are they going to lie and over under nine and a half y'all expected to win in division? I'm going under. Oh, I'm going under. And I love you got, everything. You got Minnesota winning division. I got Minnesota winning the division. I, mm. I, I like um so let me get back to those odds real quick. Oh shoot. I, I wasn't but expecting I, that. Yeah, if I'm looking at this division and you got it ain't Minnesota all about the winning division, the defense is good. The quarterback. the, the minute <laughs> just said, man deep. at plus 270 right now. That's oh, my division man. winner. Plus 270. You got Kirko. Kirk Cochains at quarterback. You got some. You got a ninety-nine club at receiver. You got a good offensive head coach. Once again, you talk about that offensive head coach and that quarterback. Give me the Vikes to win this division. Uh, Lions, unfortunately, like you said, it's something we haven't seen in our lifetime. In my lifetime, I have never felt comfortable betting on the Lions 
to win <laughs> their division. Damn, you got the Vikings? You got the Vikings to win the division? Yeah, yeah. And I'm in the minority, so the handle to win. According to what's going on in the FanDuel Sportsbook, best sports book in the land, 53% of the handles on the Detroit Lions to win the division. So a lot of people are agreeing with you, AB. 19% for the Vikings, 21% for the Bears, and 7% of the handle is on the Green Bay Packers. Kind of similar numbers uh, when it comes on the bet percentage, 47%. For the Lions, 25 for the Vikes, 8% for the Packers, and 20 for the Bears. Once again, the handle. What does the handle mean in sports betting? The handle is simply the total amount of money the sports book has, accepting the bets on a game or period of time from betters. This isn't a book's revenue in a given game or event. The handle represents the total dollar amount wagered. So there you have it right there in my division winners. Once again, are the Minnesota Vikings at plus 270. And A.B. is going with the favorites, the Detroit, the Detroit Lions. Shout out to the Lions. They're doing some great things. Who else? They, oh, they drafted Banks out of Bama, too. I love that draft pick. They got the young boy Houston Man. on the edge. And Aiden. Hey, A.B., they look good on paper. Nay. They look good on paper. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna and they score points too. Exciting team to watch. The Lions actually opened up the NFL season. Lions Chiefs to open up the season. So uh I am a little nervous, but I feel like the Lions gonna lie at some the point. Vikings, huh? Hey. We'll see. Like you said, we got to go out there. We got to play the game. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know. But you I think, it, I, play think it, I think, it, I think it'll end up being a competitive um, division. I think so. Yeah, I think I so think too. Especially with Aaron Rodgers out of it, I feel like everybody coming into the year is like, "Hey, this is it's, our let's take control okay. of this division. This is our yeah. chance." That guy's finally gone. The guy that said he owns the Bears and he's beat everybody for the last decade and a half. But, um, yeah, we shall see, man. It's going to be interesting. We're about to get up out of here. We can fly through a couple more. I know we had our Messi. Lionel Messi is officially in Miami. He got introduced last night. I mean, we saw him in uh, making his way through Publix, which is something he could never do in uh, Argentina or anywhere else he played. But he just out here. Mobbing around Publix, they letting him live his life for the most part. He had his intro last night for Inter Miami. Uh, the weather was terrible. They were still out there in droves. Uh, Miami said him sold out in the pouring rain. Fans are still buying the $200 jerseys for Messi. Uh, There's a little video of that last night. He actually walked out the little baby. Yeah, crowd looked crazy insane. out there. Drive that's, Pink Stadium. That's crazy. Hey. Shout out to Messi, man. He really, hey, he really down here. We didn't, we, we didn't see this happening, but he's really down here, man. That's love. That's man. love. That's good I gotta, for definitely America. Gotta catch a game. That's good for MLS as a whole to get a lot of people consider him the goat. So to get the goat down here, um, is pretty dope. What else we got? Talked about the HBCU Classic. Oh, um, the WNBA. WNBA. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some upgrades, as you can see, for the people <laughs> that can't see. We talked about last year, the uh, MVP trophy, man. That man. Uh, that hardware was horrible last year. Um, but they upgraded that. I guess they heard they heard the, the conversations and the backlash that they were getting for that piss poor <laughs> of a uh, a piss poor decision of um of an MVP trophy, man. So yeah. shout out, shout out, yes, shout out hey, to the WBA, man. Wait to listen, wait to listen to WBA. This this all over that you know people ask for consumers of the sports, people that's watching the sport. Just listen, Kelsey Plum won it last year. 2022, you can see her holding that little little baby trophy right there. And then uh, Joe uh, Lloyd won it this year, and she got the big dog. So I know Plum is like, hey, can y'all retroactively send me one of them joints that look Please. like that? But uh, shout out to, to those two young ladies. And shout out to this young lady right here. Now, I didn't like the, the time they aired this. This was in the middle of the day on Friday, I believe, but 37 points. Um, possible 40 out of 40 and in, in the three-point uh contest was crazy was it was insane she went off she had everybody um in all so shout out to sabrina i think she's gonna be on the cover of uh, the wnba's version of yeah nba 2k how was how that gonna sell which the the, w- the wnba like, I, I don't think i think it's i think it's still i think it's still like nba 2k I know even on the uh, on the most recent NBA 2Ks, you can play with the WNBA team. Okay. So I don't think okay. it's gonna be a separate game. It's separate zone. Okay. okay. Yeah, but they will have like separate coverage. But still, you know, how, how is that gonna sell? Um, I think it'll do well. Okay. Some people said it should have been Adrian Wilson on the cover. And people, you know, people always gonna have a different opinions. I think Asia's very she's very, very deserving of that. They ain't got an argument from me here, but um. But yeah, that, that Sabrina, that final round was crazy. Um, it's a little blurry, but these are the mates and misses that she had. Rack one missed the first one, made every other one, and then rack four, she missed the last one. That's so crazy. that's um, yeah, that's insane. She out there shooting like me. That's crazy. Shout out. All right, we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> shout out, yeah, shout out to FanDuel. Yes, sir. Hold on, you thought we was gonna get out of here without talking about some F1? It's first of all, it's 11 11, make a wish. So, whoever just made a wish that we talk about some F1, boom, here we go. Race week, Hungarian Grand Prix. Checo Perez right here, he's under some pressure. AB said he don't have the same car as Max. There's no way, no, There's no way possible. Got the same car, not making qualifying three in the last five races i believe it's no way possible in the same car that's won 11 the last 11 races in f1 um and the reserve driver from red bull was daniel ricardo um but now he will be on the grid racing for alpha tari because nick devries was replaced by danny ricardo danny ricardo is one of the more popular drivers um I'll say worldwide, but definitely here in the States too. So um they got him up out there. A lot of people were saying, hey, because uh AlphaTari is like Red Bulls, like I don't want to call them like a junior team, but sister team, whatever you want to call it. So if he performs well for the rest of the season, a lot of people are anticipating him 
replacing Checo Perez in that driver number two seat with Red Bull. But he'll be on the track um, this upcoming season. I mean, this upcoming race in Hungary. And now for my guy, A.B., huge tennis guy. Man, from front office sports, Carlos Alcaraz mm -hmm. became the youngest world number one ever. He just stormed back to take down Novak Djokovic to secure three M's and win his first Wimbledon <laughs> title. He's still the number one in the world at 20 years old. Wow. 20 years old at the top of the tennis world and beating. So when, when you win uh, Wimbledon, do you that's you just become number one? What was he? What did he? Was he ranked before this? Do you know? Um, Does anybody know? I'm not sure, but shit, I would think you Wimbledon, one of the biggest mm -hmm. tournaments there. You win that, you yeah. got to be, you know. So I'm not sure if that's how that's how the ranking works. Don't get me the line ever. Here. But Young uh, as ever, that's crazy. But he 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 played a hell of a match. I still feel like they was out. They was out for my man Novak. Oh, okay. The keeper said he was already. No, he was already there. He was already world number one. He was the number one seed. Appreciate you guys uh getting me right. Um, I wasn't watching, but I was seeing it pop up on my time. This is an epic match. Oh my gosh. If you're missing, like, so I was like, damn, I know I'm missing a hell of a match right now. I'm mad I missed it. I'm going to have to go back and watch at least some of the highlights. But um, joking, you against Djokovic, I'm sure he, he's been looking up to that guy. Uh, his his whole tennis career, be only 20 years old, he's been dominating a lot of that time. So for him to go up there and show up and get that dub, shout out to the young, young, young kid, man. Okay, Nakiba. You don't automatically come number one by winning. You get points based on wins in various tournaments. So gotcha. Same, same. Ace Boogie pretty much said the same thing. He was number one coming in. Winner of the championship would have been number one either way. Novak was number two. Shout out to those guys, man. Almost five hours. Yeah, that shit was five hours. That was long. Pause. Bruh. Bruh you got to be. Tennis match be five hours? Yeah, just depending on, you know, it was like five. There's no five, time so limit? The best of five. And I ain't no time limit. Sure, we can go to we to somebody win. Got to be in shape. And them Bruh. some athletes right there. Bruh. <laughs> them some athletes much, right how there. Much how much weight? I know, I know that Apple Watch. This Apple Watch. Going crazy. Well, you know, they, they, they 30 seconds into the match. On the, on the court. And, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right there, they, they, I, don't wear this, especially if you're trying to keep track of Yo, your calories. Gonna this shit gonna pause on you. <laughs> this shit got me thirty. Nigga, your numbers gonna be off the roof. <laughs> you look at it, don't don't been paused for two hours. Like uh, you you paused a minute into your workout, but five hours. That I did not yeah. know that 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 so was they, the thing. So, so like, so how does it? So what? Best of five sets in women is best, best of, of three. Sets. Yeah, so okay, that's a five. So shit, if it's you know that's two crazy. two, you gotta go into that fifth jump. That's crazy. Mikey Richardson test match cricket goes for five days. <laughs> you can still I play some for five days. I ain't getting the draw. Yeah, There's right. no way in hell. I'm taking every chance possible. 
That's crazy though. Five hours. I I did not know that. Tenant. I got to re rank my athletes across different sports. You doing anything for five hours? That's hey. I, that's that's them, them athletes right there. Nah. Bruh, man, nah, I don't know. Are they more athletes than F one drivers? I don't know. Man, no but, question. Man, wow. First player other than Djokovic, Murray, Nadal, or Federer to win Wimbledon since two thousand three. So shit, since he's been born. Yeah, since he's been born. That's nuts. Uh, learn something new every day, and they stop for lunch and tea <laughs> and cricket. <laughs> Shout out to Mikey Richardson, man. But uh, appreciate y'all, man. Uh, a B back in the building. Love to see that, man. Get your, get your, hey, get them right, A B. To start, you already know it's Monday. Man. Start the week off right, man. Get you thirty minutes in. I'm going to get my hot yoga in later on today. Yes, sir. Man, get my hot yoga and get my 30 minutes in. Hopefully my Apple Watch hold up so I can see my results. But again, appreciate y'all for tapping in. The man to man pod, man. We love, we appreciate y'all. Absolutely, man. Appreciate y'all. I'm gonna go get mine. Go get mine in too. I'm gonna go get a lift in. Depending on who in the gym, probably hoop a little bit, and I gotta hit the range. I got to hit that golf ring. I'd be, oh man, I'd be kicking my brother's ass now. <laughs> <laughs> the separation has begun. Y'all boys better get on it, man. Um, hey. Yeah, we out of here, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> you got to grow up, bro. That's how you going to end the show? You got to grow up, man. Wow. You got to grow up. Ooh, yeah, man. Wow. We are... <laughs> hey. We out here. We'll see y'all uh, on Monday. That's how you're going to uh, end the show up. We have a lot to talk about on Monday. Uh, a lot, a lot, of, lot of sports going on right now. Race weekend. Check out the Hungarian Grand Prix. We got a big golf match this weekend as well. Um, I probably had something on FanDuel with that, man. But, uh, yeah. That's how we're going to end the show, man. We'll see y'all next week. Get <laughs> Get your 30 minutes in. We go, man. Oh, man. So bad, must be the hustler in me that keep my foot on the gas. When you got it from nothing, then hard times ain't so bad. Just know I'm coming for everything that they said I couldn't have. I put my life inside it. Yeah, I kept it silent. Yeah, I played the field. That's how I feel about it. We put numbers on the board. We always up the score. Yeah, we stuck to the plan and never ran. Now they can't see a man. Yeah, we talking. Man to man, they can't guard me. Man to man, they don't wanna see us. Man to man, they don't know how to beat us. Man to man, 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 man to man.
Hey, uh, I know you don't like talking about yourself, man, but you got to tell us about this, man. Man, man. HBCU um, go. We got we to gotta hear about this. Yeah, man, I'm going to do some color analysts this 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 coming up, this coming fall mm -hmm. um, for the new network, Network HBCU Go. Um, started last year. Okay. Started by Byron Allen, the GOAT, the media okay. GOAT, Byron yeah. Allen. And also uh, ran by what's well, under Byron Allen's um, media company, but ran by um, Curtis Simmons as well, another media mm -hmm. goat. Um, so I'll be doing color analysts for the CIAA and the SIAC two um, conferences, HBCU college, uh, <clears throat> colleges. That's so hard. it'd be dope, man. Be able That's to tap hard, into man. my. To my 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 brothers, man, it's on the same path that I came, you know. So being able to, you know, talk some ball. So I'm excited about it, man. Last week we were um, at the SIAC Media Day. Uh -huh. That was my first um, on the job type situation with the, with the crispy, crispy white. You know what I'm saying? saying? So mm -hmm. this week, man, we going to Salem, Virginia for the CIAA um, Media Day. So I'm excited, man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun, man. It's hey, gonna be fun. That's what's up, man. Congrats. I can't wait to tap in and, and take some notes and listen in the, and, and you doing your thing. I know how you gonna I already know how you're gonna prepare, how you're gonna attack it, how you gonna do with it. So man, I'm looking forward to that. That's a new obviously a new chapter. Uh shit, you're a rookie. You're a rookie all over rookie, again, man. man. I sat on my first production call meeting uh, uh -huh. while I was in Murder Beach. Shit, I was with a nine to four all in itself. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's a lot that goes by, goes into it, man. And oh, yeah. uh, again, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm receptive to all. Um, a couple guys reached out and said, "Look, man, whatever you need, man, let mm -hmm. me know. You know, I can um I can help you, man." So, like you said, man, I'm a rookie at it, so yeah. I'm be excited, man. And there's gonna be some some goods. It's gonna be some bad, but you hey. know, if I could you know learn and 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 Facts. get better day day by day, week by week. That's all that matters. For sure, man. So HBCU go. Where uh what like just cause you know it's a thousand different uh cable networks or whatever. How do we find that uh that channel? So that's um so that's a a, a great question, right? So they're they're actually well, I can't really talk about um a lot so I'll, I'll be able to get back to you on All that right. so next week we'll have some more information have on more it. information but hbcu go man it's gonna be it's gonna be fun this 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 year yeah man all right y'all heard it here y'all heard it here first we're gonna have some breaking news some secret information for y'all next week so tap in next monday uh we'll see y'all abc get your 30 minutes in uh get right man we'll see y'all next week yes sir he gone.